happened? I was shocked. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> Damn! I did get a promotion. Ooh. No big deal. Girl. No big deal. No big fucking deal. Mama can buy her a new arm. <laughs> can you for buy me her one mic. <laughs> I guess I can spot my own money. <laughs> they're really not that expensive. Unless they're really good. I was looking at one. Uh, what is. Have you been daydreaming about arm mics? <laughs> mic arms? Yeah, I have actually. You know the comedian uh, 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 Whitney Cummings? Mm-hmm. She has a podcast mm-hmm. and it's fucking hilarious. Anyway, I don't know what it's called, but it's great. It's funny. And sometimes I watch her on YouTube or whatever it is, and she moves her mic around a lot when she talks. And I'm like, how the fuck does she do that without it making a bunch of sound? Well, I looked up the brand of the mic, and it's because the or the brand of the mic arm. Mm-hmm. And that thing is like fucking five grand or something ridiculous. And oh, I'm shit. like, oh, well. That's why. I mean, I'm exaggerating on five grand or under exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> it's near there. <laughs> You're guessing. <laughs> But, like, you know, it's far more than 20 $20. Far more than we're willing to spend. Yeah. Listen, even with all of our Patreon money pooled, <laughs> I don't think we could afford that. We could afford one bolt <laughs> yeah. of we'll that sucker. Yeah, we'll get it in pieces. Yeah. Know? Oh! Great idea. That's how I was going to buy my first Jeep when Aww. I was a kid. In pieces. <laughs> Got a door. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Now I just need a left door. <laughs> Almost there. Uh-oh, we're going for a two-door. <laughs> So how's it going, Erin? It's going good. Yeah? Yeah. Life's great. It's Friday. Yeah. Like Denim Dan over here. Oh, you are. (laughs) I see you went with two different denims. I did. On account, I didn't think about it this morning when it was dark and I was getting dressed. Honestly, I never pay attention. Like, if I put on my jean jacket, it's because I'm like, yeah, it's a jean jacket kind of day. And I only exist from, like, my waist up when I'm wearing my jean jacket. Yeah. Well, just in general, I only exist for yeah. my stuff. Yeah, The bottom half, I'm like, I don't know, leggings again? Yeah, same. <laughs> Although sometimes if I put on certain leggings, I'm like, we need a longer shirt. <laughs> True. Depends. True. Depends yeah. on what we're working with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These pants are almost like leggings. And then I was like, denim jacket on account of my other jacket was I in love my it. Jeep. And I was already cold. Canadian tuxedo. Oh, how can we talk about how it's like becoming winter? Uh, winter is upon us. It is fucking cold out here. Winter is coming. I was cold winter has this come. morning. I'm fine now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine now. It's actually quite comfy in the shed. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, I have a jacket on for the first time in like fucking wow. eight years. Wow. Like. Big deal. Honestly. No big deal. Yeah. But it's a big deal. It's a super big deal. <laughs> oh, hey, I have a cold. Yeah, you do. That's something that's new. I'm going to get that. Right yeah, now. you are, for sure. <laughs> you hung out with me so much, too, during yeah. this whole thing, so there's no way you're not getting it. Yeah, that's okay. It's not COVID. That's good. That I know of. But actually, that kind of leads me into my goddamn a little bit. So I got the cold from my kids, obviously, mm-hmm. and my youngest one. You didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you my goddamn. I need to know. Yeah, you do. My youngest one was sick this week, and every time he fucking gets sick, he ends up in the goddamn hospital, and yeah. we were headed towards that path again, and I was about to have a goddamn heart attack. My brain cannot do this anymore. Like, Mm-mm. I can't have my baby be in the hospital. No, you don't need that right now. No. Or ever, no, no, no. really. But, no. you know. Seriously. Anyway, so my week's been a fucking shit show. But he stayed out of the hospital so far, knock on wood. Yay. And now I'm sick. But anyway, he has been home a lot this week, and he is such a mama's boy. And then add on that he's sick, 
And he's been extra clingy and way, way, way fussy. Like, you know, the toddler phase where they're like, I want a hot dog. And then you give him a hot dog and then they fucking lose their shit because you gave him a hot dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't want this. And you're like, you specifically told me that you Why wanted it. Why would you think that? Yeah. You then, stupid bitch. Whole fucking meltdown. <laughs> That's my house right now. Yeah. All the time. Anything he wants. Like, yeah. let's go brush our teeth. And he'll be like, okay. And then we get in there and he's just fucking melting down because yeah. he has to brush his teeth. And Little it's like, wait pirate. a minute. Did you think we're going to Disneyland? Like, where the old switcheroo fucking happened? Yeah. (laughs) We were on the same page right outside this door. Oh, my God. So same thing happened last night. I was laying with him in bed and cuddling, and he was watching his little iPad, and we had this whole agreement. Like, you know, when the little fucking alarm goes off, we're going to go brush our teeth or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Sure, great. And usually I use this little timer, and then it goes off, and he's like, okay. Like, he likes structure. Like, it's time to go brush our teeth, and then he's fine. Yeah. So the alarm goes off, and I'm like, okay, you know, it's time to go brush our teeth. Honestly, if he would have been like one more minute, I would have been like, okay, because I didn't want to go brush his teeth either. I don't want to get up either. The alarm was too much for both of us. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to follow the rules here. Yeah. But that's not what had happened. What had happened was he lost his fucking shit. And he got ragey instantly. He Mm -hmm. grabbed his iPad and chucked it at my face, which was less than like a foot away from him. Like he was basically on top of me. Chucked it with all his might. Hit me in the face. I was wearing my glasses too. So they like knocked around on, you know, when it like hits your Mm -hmm. nose, the bridge of your nose and you're like, oh, I'm going to fucking stab someone. Mm -hmm. Well, it did that. But the actual iPad connected with my cheekbone. And so you can't see it, but it's bruised. Like I touch it and I'm like, ow. But when it happened... I just fucking blacked out. <laughs> like, <laughs> my baby hit me in the face and I almost killed him. I'm joking, CPS. Don't come and get me. Yeah. You text me that Immediately. it happened. Yeah. And I was like, uh, is he okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a fair not question. Not concerned about your face. Fair question. More concerned about your child right now. You know now. what I did? Like, a I would have kicked a kid in the chest. I almost really did. CPS, I, see, but, exactly. Holy uh, shit. Precisely. Yeah. Lo- and first of all, Getting hit in the face anytime, no matter what, will just make you angry. It's like stubbing your toe. Like, yeah. there's no But it rocks logic. your whole world. If you've never been hit in the face before, it rocks your whole fucking world. Oh, my God. And it's like, after a day of me fucking doting on this yeah. kid, actually a week yeah. of me doting on this kid, I am exhausted. Yeah. I am done. I'm almost in tears as it is. Everything's fucking shit. And, and then homie, you're like, cool, you fucking appreciate me. Yeah. Oh, Thanks. yeah. Good yeah, to like, know. Oh, I'm just a little piece of shit that you could throw something at? Yeah. Wrong, Ooh. motherfucker. So uh, Mama Bear came out, and I, <laughs> I just fucking stood up. Like, I was towering. I don't know. Like, I curled my body over him. Like, you know, like the creeper from the closet. <laughs> I don't know. I just like tried every to, Disney villain. <laughs> oh, my God. I tried to make myself so big in, like, an instant. And I grabbed the iPad and I was like, no! And then I acted like I was going to fucking fling it at his face because I wanted to. I was so mad. Like, yeah. I literally was not. And I stopped and I was like, oh, I want to do it again. And he, he like, looked terrified. He flinched and looked at me. And then I just stared at him. And I just said, you never hit me. And then I, like, flung the iPad on the bed. Barely missed my work computer. Because I was actually trying to, like, get some work done, too. Like, trying to finish something up when I was sitting next to him. So, like, when this all happened, my work computer, which was in my lap, flew onto the bed. I chucked the iPad. It almost nicked my work computer. And then I, like, sobered up really quick. Like, oh, fuck. Not that I was drunk. That's, like, you know what I mean. Like, I came to life. You, like, snap out of it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Don't break my work computer. But I was so fucking mad. 
And then I looked back at him and he just started bawling because I terrified him. Good. And then my oldest one was like, uh-oh, and just left the room. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and excuse myself. I'm not involved in this. Oh, my God. And I was like yelling like a maniac, not like, oh, my God. I was like, you will never hit me. Like, oh, my God. Like a psycho. Like eight octaves deeper. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Lee heard all the commotion. So he comes in to be like, oh, let me save the child, the children. You know, <laughs> she's she has turned. <laughs> Uh oh, the demon came out. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, I ran into the bathroom, closed the door, and I instantly just started bawling because exactly what you said. Like, oh, and now you could just treat me like shit. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I just started bawling and crying so hard. And Lee came in and he's like, what can I do for you? And I was like, nothing. I'm just going to run away. And he's like, oh, okay. And like, just shut the door and walked away Ugh. and let me like process everything. I have never been so mad and so sad at the same time and so ready just to leave my goddamn world. So, you know, if you're a mom out there dealing with all this shit, you're not alone. And today's way better. And like in five minutes later, he came up and gave me a hug and I let him see me cry. Usually I don't. Like even when my dad died and stuff, I would like try to hide it. Yeah. But I let him see me cry. And I was like, you hurt me. And then he was like, I'm so sorry. I fucking hope this leaves an emotional goddamn scar on your psyche for life. But in like a bad way, not like he gets a kink or something. (laughs) throw it at my face call me (laughs) can I call you mommy (laughs) oh my god oh that is that's fucking rough man yeah but what did I teach my kid in that split second when I was about to chuck that thing right back at his face that sometimes don't fucking talk shit fuck around and find out yeah (laughs) oh oh I was ready also I whacked my oldest kid the other day I think I need to get some rage out or something (laughs) But not bad, but I like like, join a boxing gym or something. (laughs) Yeah, probably. But I whacked him in the arm almost like as if you were to be like, don't do that or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Like, but I never hit him for anything. Fucking probably need to. But anyway, (laughs) I don't remember. He was just being a little shit. And I can't remember what he was saying, but he was like being nasty to his brother. And I whacked him in the arm and I was like, you knock that shit off. (laughs) Good. And he he was just like, oh, my God, mom. Like, I'm getting a little handsy over here all of a sudden. (laughs) Mom's getting attitude. (laughs) My kid last night, he he I told him to whatever, go brush his teeth or something. And he was like, he wanted to drink Gatorade. And I was like, no, man, don't have Gatorade right before bed. A lot of sugar and stuff. You know, no can't do that shit. And I put it away. I was like, you can have it in the morning. I'll put it in this fridge. Whatever. Yeah. You can be right here. Here's your water. And then he stormed off yelling, I don't want to be a part of this family anymore. Why do they say shit like this? Well, I was tired of it. I yeah. mean, he said it before and yeah. I was tired of it. Like, okay, fine. Fucking try me. Bet. I'm no, I'm in no mood today. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> get so, out then. If you're don't, if you not a part of this family, get the fuck out of my house. Bye. Good luck getting down the <laughs> stairs. There's a tree in the way. Good luck getting out the garage. You can't fucking reach it. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. And so he like storms into the bathroom to brush his teeth and I just follow him behind like, whatever, man. We're going this way. And he can't open the toothpaste cap because it's like fucking cemented on there because yeah. children are monsters. Yeah. And he was like, can't open the toothpaste cap. And I was like, man, that sucks. Too bad you don't have a family to help you. <laughs> yeah, like, if you had a mom here, she'd yeah. probably help. I only help my family, though. So, like, mm. good for you. And I just watched him struggle for a while, and he was all pissed off. And I was like, well, just say you want to be part of this family again, and you can I'll open it for you. And he, like, wouldn't. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. And I was like, oh, you have time to talk when you want to be mean, but you don't have time to talk when you to say something nice? Like, no. <laughs> no. And so I just I walked away. And then he, like, started crying and freaking out and stuff. And he was yeah. like, oh, I want to be part of this family. But you he didn't say that then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Brandon came up like, what have you done? And I was like, emotional trauma. What does it sound like? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I'm fucking done. Yeah. But it's okay. It's Friday now. It is Friday now. Hell yeah. And I'm hanging out with my bestie. Mm -hmm. So what's your goddamn, Erin? Well, my goddamn is my Jeep. Uh Uh-oh, again? Poor 
little motherfucker. First of all, happy anniversary to me. It has been one year that I've had my Jeep now. Jeep anniversary. My Jeep anniversary. My anniversary. Your your birthday. My yeah, my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I have had my Jeep for one year, and it has been a wonderful, magical ride. And um, it's not dead, but it is. Oh, good. The windshield is cracked again. Oh no! Second fucking time in one year. It's got like broken glasses. Yeah. (laughs) Tape it back together. It's because I'm fucking driving a goddamn refrigerator down the freeway, and nobody uses mud flaps or anything. You're using a refrigerator a lot lately. I like You used it one time in a jacket. <laughs> I like refrigerators. <laughs> I didn't use it about a jacket. <laughs> it's just so big and boxy. It is. It well, is. other thing is so big and boxy. A box? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those can be, depending on the size. It's like I'm driving a fucking box down the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> like an ice cream truck? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. kind of like a big but old that, refrigerator. Some of those have a fucking slanted windshield. This bitch does not uh, have a true. slanted it's windshield. True. It's just straight up. I was going to ask why it keeps happening. Because there's no, your windshield is fucking specifically angled so that if a rock hits it, it will most likely deflect off instead of like just fucking. I you've done this research. Jacking it. Yeah, I have. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a problem. And everyone's like, mm, sucks to suck. Do you want a Jeep? And why like, would they do that on a Jeep when it's like an off-road car? Jeeps like, love rocks. Rocks love Jeep. Yeah, I know, but like, why? Like, why wouldn't you have like the most inverted windshield for a Jeep then? Because one where you have to lay down to even see it. <laughs> Generally, you're not following people on the trail so close that a rock would flick up into your windshield. Mm. So uh, I don't on like it. the trails, I don't like it. I don't you're like not it. gonna get it. But on a fucking freeway where they don't belong because they have <laughs> terrible gas mileage <laughs> and they're refrigerators, and they're evidently. refrigerators, and they will fucking roll all the time. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a roll bar on yours? There's a roll bar on all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just remember my dad saying that when I was younger. Make sure you get a roll bar. Yeah. Is that not? A, was that not a thing? No, they've always been a thing. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not though. The I one out front of your house, maybe not. Oh, that old ass one. Mm-hmm. That one That's might a not nice happen. one. Well, yeah. I don't think that one doesn't have a top half. <laughs> well, I mean, when I take my top half on, the roll bar stays on. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. A you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Feature. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it used to be though. That's what I'm wondering. Or maybe maybe it it was just like the frame of the car, but it didn't have like anything like substantial behind it. Maybe. To like keep it from being the top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. No, mine has. Anyway, haven't done any research. I was just repeating what my dad has told me my whole life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, mine has the protection for the top of my head. Has a roll bar. We're all fine there. But it does not have a fucking rock deflecting windshield. It has a goddamn straight up and down. It's like running with a mirror or a window and like, well, hope nothing fucking smashes into this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's anyway, a terrible idea. I have to. I don't know why you would. That's that's awful. I have to get it replaced. And then the fucking glass guy came out. Cause was, I was it like, Safe Life Repair? Safe, Safe Life Replace. Yes, it was them. And they Because who else are you going to call? Right? I don't and know any other. While I was at fucking work and jingle. everything. <laughs> it's the only one you remember, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, you got to go with what you know. Work. But. Either which way. He was like, it's going to be like fucking $800. And I was like, excuse the fuck out of me. Like, I don't know I, how much a normal windshield is. I don't either, but I feel like that's too much. And then I feel like the last time I got it done, which was less than a year ago. It wasn't 800 It was like $400. Oh, why so much now? That like fucking. COVID, inflation. Supplied. I don't know. <laughs> supply issues on glass. Yeah, on glass. I don't know, man. It's not even like the certified Jeep one, which the only difference is it has a tiny little Jeep in the corner. And I was like, I got vinyl. I could fucking put that shit on there if I cared. I don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But either which That way. would actually be really funny if you did. <laughs> like this one's certified. 
could. But it's stupid. And then he was like, I mean, what do you want to do? And I was like, I'll fucking call my insurance or something and figure out a different way to do it. So I still have a giant fucking crack in my windshield. That sucks. And then it's cold. So it did just go loop. Like it went up Uh on the passenger side. Yeah. Like that. And then I was like, oh, that sucks, right? And then the next day it was like... And then oh, the next sneaking day like, over, <laughs> sneaking over to you. Yeah, the driver's side. Coming. It's like midway now. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Are right. you ready for an actual story this week? I've never been more ready. I'm gonna tell you a crazy ass case. So Heck yeah, this week on episode 217 of I Sick Damn, a true crime podcast. Mm-hmm. What am I doing with my hand? I don't know. I was looking back, though. I watched our last Patreon, and I was like, I have, like, it's not Disney fingers, but I think it's just how I hold my hands. Well, it's like, every time I'd move my hair, it was like this. Like, just aggressively, like. Just like a claw. Like, did you just get your nails done? Why are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know what I do a lot? This. I just, like, fling my arms around. I do this. I point in, like, an aggressive finger. Hmm. It's fun, the things you notice about yourself. Right, you're when like, you're on camera. Why didn't no one tell me that I was that annoying? <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed. Well, good. I'd never noticed that you do that. I just throw up weird gang signs with my pointy-ass fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this week I'm going to tell you about Berna Brand's daughter. And okay. I should also add a fucking giant disclaimer that this case happens in Iceland. So I'm going to butcher every fucking name. I feel like you crushed that one. I had to write it out phonetically. And it doesn't look like that at all. Like, there's a J in there, and there's an A with a squiggly, and, like, an O with a squiggly, and there's letters that oh. shouldn't be together. <laughs> oh, like when they smush the letters together? Like, this is a new letter. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. According to who? <laughs> is that an A or an E? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to do my very best. If you're from Iceland or Greenland or that whole general area, and you're like, uh, Skull, Vikings, I don't know. Um, I'm really sorry. We'd love to hear the corrections. <laughs> I would love to hear the corrections, and also tell me if you know about this one. Yeah. Okay, so, and also I don't know if it's Berna or Birna. Okay. And if it's wrong, I deeply apologize, because she is the victim in this case. Okay. And Spoiler. I did Google it, but then I was like, oh, I know how to say that one. <laughs> and then I didn't write it down, and now I'm questioning my life. Easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In 2017, Birna was a 20-year-old woman living in Reykjavik, Iceland. Okay. She grew up in the suburbs and was a vivacious woman with auburn hair and a love for all kinds of music. And she was also very quick-witted. She sounds fun. She sounds awesome. So it turns out that there's like this main street in town and it's called Lugavegur. And it's basically where you're going to find all of your 20-something-year-olds out partying. Okay. All the time. It's like downtown. Yeah. And it's like this main drag of street and it has a bunch of bars and little shops and things like that. Cool. I guess a lot of times people would just like hop in their car and drive up and down the street also, like just for fun. I don't know if it's like, hey, let's go be seen on the street or if it's like it's just fun people watching or what. But it's like a very popular thoroughfare Everybody knows about and everybody's around. Is it like back in like the 60s or whatever when everyone was like, we would just drive down Main Street and yeah, see who yeah. was out? Yeah. <laughs> but it's 2017 and it's in Iceland in like a small community. Uh-huh. It seems like it's that same vibe. Though, that exactly. Or whatever. Yes. It was a very small town kind of vibe and safe community and all that. Hmm, fun. In the wintertime, the sun is only up five hours out of the day, so it's mostly nighttime. Mm. 
And I guess the street is pretty much fucking hopping all the time. Like, it is the place to be, like you just said. Yeah. It's fucking nighttime all the time. Uh, The nightlife never ends. Like, I would just be drunk all the time at every bar. be like, it's dark out. It doesn't matter. And they're like, "Uh, ma'am, it is too. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't matter. Nope. Is it the AM or the PM? Still can't really see me if I step outside. So, bye. (laughs) So now, Birna was known to frequent the pubs a lot after work, and she would go and play cards with friends, and she would have some drinks. I mean, she's 20-something, you know, 20-year-old woman. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. And then usually around 11 p.m., that's when the town really comes to life, Ooh. and Birna and her friends would always go out dancing. Okay. 11 p.m. for me now sounds... Is done. Like... Done. You're going out at 11? I know. <laughs> like, why would you leave the house? You're yeah. in your PJs already, right? You're almost in, done with the night. I'm in PJs at 6.30. Fuck. As soon as I get home. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as I'm going to get home. And if we're going to go out somewhere, it's always on a weekend, and I'm, like, changing from my PJs into the thing that we're going to go out. Like, oh, my nice outfit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you wear your PJs up until the last, the last moment. minute. Yeah. Because yeah. You're I, like, oh, shit, I need pants. The Uber's here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we just go in PJs today, guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if we're out somewhere and it's 11 o'clock and we're leaving, I'm going home. Yeah. Like, okay, that's been a good night. But that's not true because you and I do this shit every time. Like, let's go to this concert and then we'll just go home. I don't want it to be a late night. And then we walk by the tin roof and we see a super awesome cover band playing and we're like, going to close down this bar. You mean the party band? Yeah. The party band. Yeah. LA party band? No, just the party band. Just the party. But they're shout from out. LA. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to that fucking band they the party are band. the party band they're fun from la <laughs> <laughs> from la they're a good time <laughs> they're so fun and they play at the tin roof all the time if you're mm-hmm. ever in san diego mm-hmm. so much fun and every time it gets aaron and i sucked in and we never go home till the bar closes and then we wake up the next morning hungover as shit questioning our life decisions with our ears ringing because the music is very loud but it's always a good time always a good time so that was like beerna's vibe right all right got it okay so this town is also super safe I don't even think there were any fucking murders in this town. Or they had an average of like 1.6 murders a year or something like that. Like, it's fucking safe. Everybody owns a gun, but they own a gun for hunting. Oh, okay. And yeah. they never shoot each other. And like, police don't even have guns. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a nice place. People never lock their doors. And women don't actually fear walking around at night because it's like nighttime all the time. Yeah. Because this like community has this like culture that's been around forever like, since the fucking dawn of time for this community of taking care of each other. Hmm. That's really nice. Even outsiders. Oh, it sounds like a perfect little wonderland. Wonderland. So this community never really saw much violence or burglaries or anything like that. One of the articles that I read also mentioned that if you go to the town's police website, it's mostly just images of the police enjoying, like, community events and stuff. Because, like I said, they don't have guns. There's <laughs> like, not here much we are crime. at the picnic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this fundraiser. And there's not much crime or anything. So they're like, well, loved in the community, but like they don't, they're not like. They're not doing much. Yeah. <laughs> they're not earning their keep around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, hey, man. Pretty cush job is what you're saying. I think the majority of what they had to deal with were people who would like wander out into the wilderness and like maybe be worried about hypothermia. Mm. Hmm. So they weren't ever like prepared for like people to do bad things. <laughs> yeah. It's like circumstances, not people doing bad things. Exactly. The harsh weather, the elements. Mm. Not much violence. Got it. Were there a lot of drugs in this town? There were drugs. They did mention, like, you know, usually if anything happens to somebody, like I said, it would either be the wilderness or drug related. Mm. But I think that's just anywhere. I don't know that, like, drugs run rampant or anything. Rampant? Rampant. You got it. 
My nose is doing something weird. It feels wrong. Mm. <laughs> it was perfect. I felt it. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's like a serious drug problem or anything, but I think it's just like, you know, your standard. Yeah. Your standard it's level of drugs. Standard small town. You'll have some problems. I could be wrong, though, because actually I'm going to mention later that like some drugs are found. So, hmm. 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 Maybe you're onto something. Maybe. All right. So... Because of the safe community, it wasn't uncommon for Birna to go, you know, to the bars and walk home by herself at night. Mm -hmm. And I guess her walk home was about 30 minutes away. So on January 13th, 2017, Birna goes out to a popular live music venue and she was one of the first patrons to get up on the stage and start dancing around and having a good time. Oh, shit. Okay. She sounds like fun. Yeah. Around 2 a.m., her friends are like, we are calling it a night, and they decide to head home. Okay. So they tell Birna, like, hey, man, we're going to hit the road. And she's like, cool, I'm going to stay. I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> exactly, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, it's really safe. They don't hesitate to leave her. And they're like, okay, bye, have fun, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, we'll see you later. Then around three hours later, at closing time, Birna leaves the bar and starts to head for home. And this okay. is like 5 a.m. Damn. Yeah, like I said, it, the sunshine is not up. Security footage shows her walking out of the bar and heading down the main drag of the street. Mm-hmm. She stops at a vendor and she orders a falafel pita. Oh, that sounds fucking delightful. Titties! Also, it's 5 a.m. Uh, that is a decision. That is a drunken decision. Like, Girl is living her best life. Who's eating a falafel at 5 a.m.? I would. I would, too. But, like, <laughs> damn. Especially a fucking street falafel. Also, I love that like street falafels are a thing because we get like the street hot dogs <laughs> and street tacos. Do we have street tacos? Yeah. Where are the food fucking trucks and shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not in downtown San Diego. Like when the when the bar shut down, it's just those little hot dogs everywhere. Yeah. Little tiny stands of hot dogs. It is little tiny stands of hot dogs. You right? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Right. Oh, if they were fucking street tacos, goddamn, I'd lose my mind. I get street taco every night, all night, every night, all the time. I'm not that big on hot dogs. No, me either. That's why I never get them. Yeah, they smell good though when you're drunk at two a.m. They do smell like wow. What is that charbroiled? And they're like, I charbroiled. It's got like this little metal box that it came in. I don't know. It's weird. And they're always grilling onions. Yeah. How many fucking onions do you need? That's because that's the part that smells good. I know. That's That's the part part that draws them in. You know. And nobody wants fucking grilled onions on their hot dogs though. I do. Of course you do. (gasps) What's that mean? I think you know. I don't. You're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to elaborate. Yeah, put you in that fucking corner. You're gonna have to elaborate. Brandon always wants grilled onions too. I just What's that mean? I don't like them. I'm not a big fan. I love the smell. I think it smells delicious. Brandon hmm. always says, "Old housewives trick." He fucking grills up some onions, and I'm like, "What is for dinner?" And he's like, "Garlic and onions." I'm like, "Oh, well, fuck." <laughs> old housewives trick. That's what he says every time. Old housewives trick. <laughs> All right, honey. Oh my god. Fucking sixties. Slap his ass getting back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my martini? <laughs> Okay, so she's eating a falafel pita. Mm -hmm. She is clearly alone in the footage, and she's obviously intoxicated. Um, (laughs) She's, like, missing her mouth. (laughs) Well, at one point, she drops her money on the ground or something like that, and she's, like, scurrying around, and she bumps into another person who's walking on the street. So, girl is drunk. Yeah. Which, I mean, fucking, she's been out all goddamn night. Who wouldn't be drunk? Five in the morning. Yeah. 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 The wind chill that night was negative 9 degrees Celsius, so that's 15 degrees Fahrenheit, in case you're wondering. I was. And she was wearing black Doc Martens, um, black jeans, and Mm -hmm. a gray sweater, and a black hoodie that was draped over her shoulders, but not on. (laughs) Like a cape? Yeah. Okay. But she didn't seem to be cold at all. Okay. Because she's drunk, eating a falafel pita. Yeah, she's got her beer coat 5 a.m. She's doing great. 
Living Plus, her she prob- best life. Probably she was like dancing all night, so she's sweaty anyway. And she's like, oh my God, it fucking feels great out here. Yeah. We've yeah. all been there. Mm-hmm. So the footage shows her walking past a novelty bar that's called the Lebowski Bar, and it's inspired by the big Lebowski movie. Fun. I know. And then she disappears out of the camera's view, and she's never picked up again on like any of the other cameras around oh. that area. Okay. Then the next morning, which was a Saturday, mm-hmm. Birna didn't show up for work, mm-hmm. which is super not like her. And her best friend who worked with her, or a really close friend, um, knew immediately that something was wrong. And so the friend calls all the friend, like calls Birna's girlfriends that she was out partying with the night before. Mm-hmm. So she immediately calls the friends and she asks, like, hey, have you guys heard of from Birna, you know, since last night? And they were yeah. like, no, we haven't last. We know we left the bar at 2 a.m. and she was going to go back home and she actually lived with her father. Okay. So like, you know, maybe she, dad. Yeah, maybe she's at home with her dad. So the friend calls, actually ends up calling the mom and the mom's like, no, we haven't heard of her. And the mom and the dad are divorced, but they're like on good terms. Okay. And they're like, oh, no, we haven't heard from her. Like, that's really concerning. Yeah. That's not good. So her mom immediately goes down to the police and says like, hey, my daughter went missing. This isn't like her. I need help finding her. Good. The police don't initially take it very seriously because they're kind of like, eh, you know, this happens a lot where people go missing and they're usually just staying the night at a friend's house. You know, they went out drinking. Maybe they had a hookup or something like that. So they don't take it. They take her report. Yeah. But they're not like actively looking for her. Yeah. They're not going to fucking comb the streets yet. Exactly. So her mom jumps onto Facebook and makes a post saying like, hey, my daughter's missing. I need help finding her. And since this town never has this, the mom's Facebook post gets shared like a thousand times or something like that. Everybody's like reposting and trying to find Birna. Like the news gets out pretty quick, but nobody has any leads as to where she is. Oh, no. And so her mom ends up staying up all night, calling the police like every other hour, asking if there's been any kind of updates. And still the police are like, no, nothing. Like we haven't (gasps) found her. No one's calling in. Don't have anything. Oh, my God. How scary. I know. Then, on Sunday the next morning, the police had discovered that Birna's phone had last pinged at 5.50 a.m. in an industrial town called Hafnarfjörder, which I totally nailed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is 17 miles away from where she was last seen. Oh, so that's shit. where her phone pings. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And her mom and some family members, they get the news, right, from the police. They're like, we have a break in the case. She was over in this industrial town, which yeah. I, from here forth, will always call the industrial town. So I don't have to say Hafnerfjörder again. I feel like you crushed it. Yeah. Maybe I'll say it later. You never know what it's going to come out of my mouth. I don't ever know. <laughs> so her mom and family members are like, let's get in the fucking car and go over to Hafnerfjörder mm-hmm. <laughs> and go find our girl. So they do. And they get out. They walk the streets. They're calling her name. They're banging on doors. They're searching everywhere. But they cannot find her. There's no sign of her anywhere. And at the end of the day, her mom knew, like, her daughter's been missing at, like, 36 hours at this point or something like that. Oh, my God. And her mom knew that this isn't good. Like, something bad has happened to her. Yeah. Oh, that breaks my heart. I know. The police don't have any evidence or proof that, like, any foul play or a crime or anything has happened. So there's not much that they can do. And Mm -hmm. they don't have any evidence or anything. So what Birna's mom does is she goes to the news and she's like, hey, man, have I got a fucking story for you? And they're like, gobble, gobble, gobble. I will just spread the word on mayonnaise nationwide about Birna. (laughs) And it eventually makes national headlines. By the next morning, basically all of Iceland was on the lookout for Birna. Wow. Oh, yeah. It was huge. Like this case like rocked Iceland. Yeah. Now, since the crime rate is so low, the police are looking at this, like I said, less as somebody that had something bad happen to them and more like she probably turned down the alleyway 
you know, where this camera didn't capture her anymore, there was an alleyway. And they're like, she probably turned down there, ended up in some fucking area, got lost because she's drunk. And, she's, and then didn't sober up for the next 36 hours? Well, like died of hypothermia because it's like fucking 15 mm. degrees outside and she wasn't and wearing all of her goddamn clothes. Stole her phone and went to the next town over off a dead person? I don't know. Suspicious, right? Okay. Seems a little sketch. Seems a little sketch. Also, even if I'm like a crackhead, I don't think I would take a dead person's phone because I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to be that. involved in that. Yeah, I know, right? Well, also, I think that they just don't have any evidence that something bad happened. And majority of the time it was that. So they were kind of, they went that direction first. Yeah, I get And it. then they start, you know, as they're not able to find her, you know, in the fucking wilderness or goddamn outback, the rolling hills or the, the alley. lava fields. I don't know. She yeah. may have gone down this alley, but we'll never know. I think it's more of like, you know, rural area. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So I don't know for fucking sure, though, because I didn't Google shit. Actually, yeah. that's a lie. I did Google street view this street and I was like, this doesn't look that hot in. But then I think I was too far in the wrong direction. And then that's about the time that I think I got hit in the face with an iPad or some shit. So I stopped. Mm. Anyway, you're like, fuck this alley. <laughs> fuck this. So the police start to re-review that CCTV footage of her like stumbling around the town to see if they can like find any clues. Mm-hmm. OK, like, let's look again. Was anyone following her? Yeah, because at first they were kind of under the lens of like, eh, she probably just stumbled away. And mm-hmm. now they're like, well, I mean, like, what like, the fuck? She's oh, not she was drunk. She around here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they start to realize after reviewing all this footage that 30 seconds after Birna passes that big Lebowski bar and right before she goes like, you know, right after she goes out of frame, mm-hmm. there's a red Kia Rio that can be seen driving in the opposite direction that Birna was walking. Mm-hmm. And it passes by like right where she walked like 30 minutes or 30 seconds before. So they're like, okay, well, now this paints the possibility that she's in that car, right? Like we don't have any footage of the car in that area where she went missing because there's no cameras or anything. So like there is a possibility that she could be in that car. That's the only other thing that we have any kind of evidence for. Okay. So go find that Kia Rio. Exactly. But the video footage is too grainy. So they can't get a license plate number and you can't even see how many people are in the car. Like. You don't really have that much information other than maybe possibly it's this red Kia Rio. Yeah. So they decide to take to the news and ask for the public's help. Like, hey, man. You know anybody with a red Kia Rio? Yeah. Like they looked it up and I guess there was like 100 cars that were like that or some shit. And they were like, we're going to need some help. So they do that. And they're like, hey, we're trying to find Birna. Maybe she got in this red Kia Rio. What's going on? Red Kia Rio. Sounds like Pelan Pelan Rico. (laughs) It does. (laughs) So now it's late in the day on Monday. After Birna has gone missing. And she went missing Saturday morning, 5 a.m. Yeah. And a large number of people have shown up to help look for her where she was last seen at, like in that little town. Mm-hmm. And in, this, in the last location that her phone pinged at. The whole fucking town is getting involved. And I guess normally this would be a goddamn nightmare because, like, the conditions are harsh and they don't want people dying everywhere. But in this case, it was, like, welcomed. Because mm. everybody's like, we got to find her. Right away, one of the volunteers who didn't know Birna finds a fucking clue. In the industrial port town, on a hunch, the man walks over to this fenced-in area. This town was a a port town. It had a harbor, right? Okay. And I guess there was this fenced-in area along the road that led to the harbor. And it was like between the road and the water was this fence. And behind this fence, there were like three oil tanks, big oil tanks or something. And then there was just like a bunch of construction shit like strewn about. And for some reason, this guy was like, I'm going to go check over there. 
if I was going to hide a body. Yeah, like I would do it over there. Yeah. And so he goes poking around, and when he does, he finds her Doc Martens. Uh-oh. Or, you know, a pair of black Doc Martens. Mm-hmm. And I guess he didn't even know what they looked like, so he had to Google it. And then he was like, oh, yep, those are Doc Martens. <gasps> and then also, I guess he posted it on Facebook, and then the police came because he posted it on Facebook. But I guess that was his way of notifying the police. <laughs> I don't really they know. were like, why didn't you tell us? And he's like, I messaged you. Yeah, maybe that's what they, how they were communicating. But mm-hmm. either which way, the police get wind that there are Doc Martens where her phone pinged in the same area. At the dock. Yep. Well, on the, in the dirt area of the harbor. Yeah. Not on the dock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really bothered me that like every article was like Dr. Martens. I oh. just hate it. <laughs> uh, Dr. Martens. <laughs> yeah. Sounds oh so God. much more uh, official than they are. Yeah. We got the docs. Yeah. All right. Can you grab my Dr. Martens? <laughs> you mean your Dr. Pepper? <laughs> no. My Doc Pepper. <laughs> no. My no! Mr. Pip. Oh, my God. I hate it. <laughs> my Dr. Thunder. All right. So they get divers in the water, and they get drones flying around trying to find her or any other clues. Mm-hmm. And police also start to review all of the CCTV footage from the docks in that area, too, because they're like, girl was here. Let's yeah. see what we can find. Yeah. And when they do that, they spot the same red Kia Rio <gasps> rolling around, and it enters the harbor a little bit after 6 a.m. on that Saturday morning that Birna goes missing. Oh, shit. And her phone pings at 5.50 around that area. So yeah. what? Fucking same time. So she's definitely in that car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on the footage, the car pulls up and parks next to this big fishing vessel that's called the Polar Nanook, which was from Greenland. Okay. In the footage, a man can be seen exiting the passenger side door of the Kia Rio and walks slowly and very drunkenly to the ship. Okay. Then the Kia drives off, but the police were able to actually get a license plate number this time. Okay. So they run the plates, and it turns out that this Kia is actually a rental car that's been rented to a 25-year-old man by the name of Thomas Olson. Okay. Who is from Greenland? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Suspicious. Suspicious. Okay, that Kia Rio was returned to the rental company around lunchtime on that Saturday, mm-hmm. and it was rented out again to another family. Mm-hmm. So the police go and impound the car, and when they get it, they can tell it was obviously cleaned because it smells like fucking strong-ass chemicals in the car. Yeah, but it's been rented. Like, I the know. rental company would be like, hose it down. But I guess even, like, the son of the family that was renting it kept complaining about how badly it smelled. Like, really? it smelled like chemicals. Could you so, fucking imagine? No! I don't know the end of the story. Yeah, but you can guess where this is going. But I'm guessing. And imagine you're just a family on a fucking family vacation. In and Iceland. You get surrounded up by police, and they're like, whoop, 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 whoop. We're going to need that car. Fucking taking your car. You're here you are at the wharf. You got to stay here. What'd you say? Here you are at the wharf. <laughs> I don't know. Just fucking other words that have to do with the ocean. At the wharf. What is the wharf? I don't know. It's like a place by the ocean. That's where they're stranded in my scenario. I don't know what a wharf is. I feel like it's a made-up name or improper way of saying waft. Mm, it's not. Like when you wash um, things? It's like a big... De- <laughs> like when you wash stuff? I'm no, going like wharf a big, it towards uh, me. <laughs> I don't know. Pier, deck, area by the... It's, it's a wharf. It's a... I don't know what the fuck. Can't use the word to I know. <laughs> I don't really know what it means. I just know it's something by the ocean. It's yeah. a structure. I don't know that. Warfting. <laughs> you need to warft it. Warft it over here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. So the police are like, give me that car. 
I know. And this family's probably like, what the fuck is going on? And the police take a closer look in the back seat area and they notice that there's blood splatters oh that were missed in the cleanup. Fucking God. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we're going to need this car. This is Exhibit A. Fucking blood. And then they're like, you know what you should do with this blood? Spray luminol on it. So they do. They cover the car in luminol. And when they put the black light on it, there's fucking blood all over this car. Something brutal happened in there. Something oh my bad. God. So police are like, okay, let's DNA test this blood and see if it's beerness. Mm-hmm. So they send it out. And in the meantime, they start checking in on Thomas. Like, who the fuck is this Thomas Olsen guy? Yeah, he seems kind of suspicious. He, We have some questions. It turns out that Thomas was actually hired by that fishing vessel. And it had left for sea on that Saturday. And now it's Tuesday. Mm. So Thomas is hundreds of miles away in fucking waters that are owned by Greenland and no longer Iceland. He's also on the ship with a friend who is a man by the name of Nikola Olsen. And they have the same last name, but they're not the same person or family. You know what I mean? Obviously not the same person. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, that's my other personality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So as soon as the news got out that their disappearance is likely linked to this polar nano mm-hmm. fishing vessel. vessel, media ran wild with it. And rumors started. And they were like, oh, my God, Birna's on the ship. She's being held captive, blah, 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 or whatever. Like, it's not real. The yeah. police are not saying that. The police actually did a really good job at, like, keeping the world calm of, like, hang on. You know, let's stick let's to the facts. Get the evidence. But everybody's like, oh, my God. You know, what the fuck? Yeah. And in all of this chaos, the captain of the ship actually got wind of this rumor that the ship is now linked to a missing woman. What? And that specifically they're looking at Thomas and Nicola and they're basically at large. I guess they wanted to look into Nicola because they were friends and they saw another drunk guy exit the exit vehicle. the vehicle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, If you're the captain, do you fucking turn around? This captain... Is a fucking hero. Yeah. You know what he did? He was like, I'm going to help the authorities get him because fuck that. That's suspicious. And I want to make sure that that woman's OK. And I'm not fucking part of this shit. No way. So he like calls the cops and is like, hey, man, just, you know, I got him. And they're like, OK, cool. Like, can we come get him? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to turn the ship around. And they decide because, like I said, they're in Greenland water at mm-hmm. this moment. So they don't have any jurisdiction or anything. So they want him to come back over in Iceland's fucking water turf. land. Yeah, turf. Water <laughs> land. And so the the captain turns off the Wi-Fi on the ship because he doesn't want the two men finding out. Oh, that, to know that they're back yeah. in Iceland. Yeah. And I guess one of them, I, I want to say it was Thomas. I don't know. One of them had gotten like a text message or something saying something about it, like giving a hint. And he was really nervous. But the captain captain played it so cool and was like no man like don't worry about it that has nothing to do with you like if you if you didn't do anything wrong don't worry about it and like yeah totally fucking played super cool turns the ship around tells everybody like all the crew members like hey we're having engine problems so we need to go back to port yeah shuts down the wi-fi these bitches aren't suspicious they're dumb uh, no, uh, well, More engine problems, but we're going to just drive the fucking boat back. I don't know. Or if they're like, man, what terrible luck. I just murdered someone. I don't want to go back. Really wish we could take it to a different port. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And I want to say that a lot of the other members of the ship were in on it, too. I don't really know. But either which way, this captain is a fucking hero. Basically keeps in touch with the police the whole time. And then as soon as they hit Iceland waters, a fucking helicopter is brought in. And motherfuckers rub hell from the helicopter onto the deck of the ship and they go arrest these two men and hold them in their cabins until they can get back to port to bring them to the police. Holy shit. Yeah, like they are fucking full blown take like 
Special Agent Orange the shit. I don't know. SEAL Team 7. Oh, my God. You know what they're called? What? They're called the Viking Squad. Of course they fucking It's are. not important, but I love it. They're in fucking Skull or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Viking Squad. Freaking love it. Yeah. All right. Now they're back at the port, and they bring Thomas and Nicola into the station for questioning. Mm-hmm. By the way, there was, like, every fucking cop in town at the dock, like, making sure that these men made it in. Like, this is, like... Public enemy number one. Shit yeah, going priority on. is here. Exactly. Everything. All these other hypothermic patients can wait. Exactly. So during this time, they actually get the DNA results back from the car, and it turns out that the blood is Birna's. So they're like, mm, "We're gonna need to chat." Yeah. We know something bad has happened to her. Yeah. Like, tell us what happened. So both men deny hurting her at all, and they both had very similar stories of that night. They said that they came into port on the 11th in 2017, which was a Wednesday of that week. Mm-hmm. And Friday night, they had all decided to go out drinking because they were going to go back out to sea on Saturday. Yeah. So Nicola had taken a taxi from the ship to an English pub mm-hmm. off of that main drag, that main street. Yeah. And he was going to go have some drinks. Well, I guess this pub has this thing called the Lucky Wheel. And when you spin it, you get free drinks. And the jackpot, or the biggest prize, is winning eight free drinks. And homie spun that thing and won eight free drinks. Hell yeah. So Nicola's like, I'm hanging out here all night. I'm going to drink all these motherfuckers fucking beers so he's doing his thing yeah now thomas at the same time had rented this red kia rio and he eventually drives it to meet up at the pub with nicola and other crew members who were drinking and having a good time yeah and by the time he gets there nicola is smashed he's drunk he's wasted okay they eventually go to another bar and they end the night by driving around lugavager that like main street okay and that's when that red kia is seen on the CCTV footage, and that's when they meet Birna. Mm-hmm. And they both said that two women actually got into the car at that point, but that Nicola was so drunk that he passed out on the way back to that industrial town that they were shipped in, that harbor. Yeah. Thomas told police that he dropped off Nicola at the ship at about 6 a.m., and then he drove to the end of the harbor and parked the car and climbed into the back seat with both of the women. Mm-hmm. He said that he and Birna started to kiss, and then eventually, an hour later, he dropped both women off at a nearby roundabout. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Anyway, so. How did all the blood get in the car? So Yeah, question. She was on her period. Yeah, it splattered. It yeah. was out of control. Could you imagine? Everywhere. Like one of those, like, ink bombs when you rob money from a bank. <laughs> right. Like you open her pants. Take her pants off. It's like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm on my period. <laughs> I fucking wish that's how it works. I do too. Just be like, I fucking warned you, man. Stay away. I said I'm not tonight. Not feeling well. <laughs> People take it more seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so based on the CCTV footage of Nicola stumbling back on the ship, like all slowly and everything, they believe that he was super wasted and had nothing to do with her disappearance. Holy like, shit. Yeah, they're like... He was like, man, I was just out to win a fucking drink lottery. Yeah. Like, I got the jackpot, bro. Don't ruin my night. This Grand is the prize. highlight of my life. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to get it up with these girls or girl or you yeah, know, whatever, whatever the story says. Or maybe Thomas has already claimed them. And he's like, I just want to go home and sleep and vomit in my bed. Yeah, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to watch the world spin. Yeah. <laughs> and wish I didn't drink eight. Yeah. I'm going to go get on a boat now. So. Oh, God. Could you imagine? That <laughs> no, sounds, it sounds awful. awful. Okay. So they believe Nicola. Yeah. But Thomas's story isn't adding up. Yeah. So he's seen leaving the harbor at 7 a.m. And then his phone turns off for four hours. 
And he says that he had gone back to the ship at this time, right? Like, oh, I just hung out with him for an hour, dropped him off at the roundabout, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I was done with my life. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, but we see you leaving at 7, and then your phone turns off for four fucking hours. And he isn't seen on any other footage around town hmm. until 11 when he returns to port. Okay. And he claims that during that time he was asleep in his car, but the mileage on his car shows that he was actually driving the fuck around. So he's lying. Yeah. They eventually were able to find footage of him going into a store and buying Ajax cleaning liquid, clothes, and plastic bags. Clothes or cloves? Clothes. Okay. Like clothing. I was like, cloves, cigarettes? Of garlic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like clothing. Okay. Um, and plastic bags. And then he was seen cleaning the inside of the rental car. He was seen? Like yeah. in the parking lot? Like in, the, yeah. Like he's like just fucking. Gotta clean this up. Oh my God. So when the police are like, what the fuck are you doing here? Thomas is like, oh, I'm just cleaning up vomit. I wanted to make sure that I got all my deposit back on the rental. And they're like, mm, there was blood in that car, not vomit. Yeah. Like we know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So the police had a doctor examine Thomas, and that doctor found scratch marks on his chest that were fresh, indicating that there was a struggle. <gasps> And they searched his cabin on board the ship, and they actually found Birna's ID, or driver's license, folded up in his trash can. First. Why? How? Did you fold it? Yeah. You know when you like go to snap a credit card or something, and then it doesn't snap, and you're like, God damn it, it's just folded. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. <laughs> That's what I imagined. <laughs> He's like, destroy this evidence. No one will know. Yeah, what a terrible idea. Now I've Like, it had been it. days. What a fucking idiot. Maybe he was, like, trying to keep it as a keepsake or something and then, like... You want to throw it overboard? You're on a fucking boat in the middle of the ocean. Honestly, what an idiot. You deserve to get caught. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Anyway, okay, so um, they find the ID folded up in the trash. They also find a stash of drugs. I don't know what it was or how much... Gateway drugs? Uh, Like, I think he was smuggling. Oh. Like, I think it was enough to smuggle. So he's kind of a dick anyway. Yeah, like, like not, yeah. He's the shadiest of persons. Exactly, precisely. And so they take the ID in for evidence, and they're like, we're going to fucking scrub this thing for fingerprints. Exhibit A, it's her ID. Yeah, what do you mean you didn't have anything? Like, well, how do you explain this? You just stole it from her? Yeah. You took it from her? Yeah, and I folded it in half like a dick. Can't <laughs> swipe this anymore. No, what an asshole. Okay, so the police are running prints on the ID, and in the meantime, the whole town is like, we've got to go find Birna. Like, probably her remains or her body or whatever, but we're still on the search for her, and this guy isn't going to give us anything. Mm-hmm. So they go on this massive search, which included looking through the vast lava fields and frozen lakes and snowy fields. There's lava fields? Yeah, you didn't know that part? I've been wanting Did to you? go. Yeah, because oh. I watch TV. But, like, not not like educational. It's like I watch The Real Housewives, and they go places. And I'm like, I oh. want to go to this black beach that's made of, like, lava. Yeah, okay, okay. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason I know. And then a Coast Guard helicopter caught a glimpse of something unusual (gasps) in the water. It was by a lighthouse. And against the berm of this lighthouse, there's usually just like driftwood and fucking buoys littered over there. But the Coast Guard sees something suspicious, goes and looks at it, and it's actually her body. So now we have Birna. Mm -hmm. So the whole community is totally fucking shocked that she's dead. And they like mourn her loss. Her funeral had over 2,000 people who attended, including the president and the prime minister. God damn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like everybody was fucking invested. This shocked, shocked, shook Iceland. The nation. The nation. And her mother was too devastated to even hear how her daughter had been murdered. So like she didn't want to know any of the details. She just knew her daughter was dead and she was like 
you know, crushed. Yeah, obviously. That's you've worked most of your life now to get that person to adulthood and like some asshole took it away. Yeah. So heartbreaking. That's fucking awful. So eventually she comes around and she ends up talking to the lead detectives and they tell her that an autopsy revealed that Birna had been found naked, but there was no sign of sexual assault. Good. I don't know how you could find out, though, if they've been in water. Maybe. I don't know. Probably tears or something. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have said that. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay, but you're probably right. She had been hit in the face and she had been strangled and then her body was dumped into the sea. Only her cause of death wasn't strangulation. It was drowning because she was still alive when Thomas threw her in. Oh, God. Yeah. Police believe that Thomas had hit her and strangled her when he was at the harbor after he had dropped off Nicola. And then he drove away with her in the car before his phone was turned off. So, like, when he's seen leaving the harbor at 7, they believe that he had, like, just done the murdering or what he thought was the murdering. Yeah. Like, he thought he killed her and he was driving away in the car to go dump her body. Oh, my God. But she wasn't dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why was there blood everywhere? From when he hit her? From when he hit her in the face. I don't really have much details on, like, what actually happened because Homie hasn't admitted it either. So this is all speculation on what the police can gather based on evidence. What a fucking asshole. And based on how she was found. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. After the police had realized that Nicola really didn't have anything to do with the murder and couldn't provide them any more information other than, like, because he later came back and was like, yeah, it was just beer and it wasn't two ladies, whatever. And I was too drunk and I don't really remember. I passed the fuck out. Really? Um, yeah, he was actually released. And despite nine interviews, Thomas always maintained his innocence and the police are still baffled why Birna got in the car. Like, they're not sure why she got in. They don't know if he pulled her in or if she willingly went in. They don't know those details. Oh, my God. How fucking sad. I know. So on March 30th, 2017, Thomas was charged with the murder of Birna and drug possession. Because like I said, they found a stash of drugs on him. Mm -hmm. During the trial, it came out that his DNA was found on the laces of Birna's shoes that were stranded. The Doc Martens, right? Yeah. In trial, he pled guilty to the drug charges, but he did not plead guilty to murder. He was like, I had the drugs, but I didn't do the murder in. Mm -hmm. And then he told a totally different story. And he said that instead of two girls getting into the car that night, it was only Birna. And that he had stopped to take a pee that night. And when he got out of the car, Birna just jumped into his car. And then Nicola drove off with Birna in the car. And he was stranded there until Nicola came back and picked him up the next morning. And then he was so mad that he beat her. No, like he's trying to blame it on Nicola. Like that wasn't me. I don't know who was climbing into. Yeah. He's blaming his friend now. Mm hmm. Who had nothing to do with it, was just on a good one. Yep, and says, like, he didn't, I don't know what was going on. I was just taking a leak. Somebody came, you must have killed her. Whatever. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now he's trying to blame his friend or crew member. So regardless of all of that, Thomas was found guilty of her murder and was sentenced to only 19 years in prison. Holy shit. I know. Other countries are so lenient. <laughs> he was He was found guilty? Yeah. 19 years? Yeah. Bro. I know. He's 20. 19 to life? Uh, I just said 19 years in prison. Holy shit. Yep. The town of Reykjavik mm -hmm. has installed like way more CCTV footage Good. things, cameras. That's mm -hmm. what they're called. Mm -hmm. Way more cameras than once was there before. And the community is a little more on their toes when they're walking alone at night, like women and stuff. But overall, it hasn't changed the culture and it's still a really safe community. But it's like kind of, you know, makes people think twice now. As they honestly should. But I think also they kind of are like, well, that was an outsider that came in and did it. So we're yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, it's not a pock on your town or anything, whatever. Like, 
That's just some asshole rolling through. Yeah, you still have a good culture and everything, but it's never bad to be more aware. Yeah, no. Or to be, true. like, wary, you yeah. know? Like, Coming from two white girls living in America. Can't even fucking go to Target after sundown because I have a vagina. Yeah, right? It's like so having gonna... $10,000 in your pocket. So here's the thing, though. I'm a little, like, has this guy, has Thomas done this before? Like, what a weird thing. Do you think that maybe he was, like, trying to rape her or something and she was like, fuck that, and fought back, and then it turned into this? Probably, I would think. Do you think it's happened before? She was really pretty. Not that it matters or anything, but, like, I could see why he saw an opportunity. I don't necessarily know if it had happened before. I mean, possibly, I guess, because he's, like, a fisherman or whatever, he could have done it in multiple places or, you know, towns or whatever like that. Yeah. But I see it as more like he picked up this girl. And maybe she got in the car because he's like, yo, I'll give you a ride home. And she was like, bet. And yeah. he, like, whatever. They That happened. He tries to hit on her. Maybe she's not into it. Maybe she's like, man, I'm too drunk. I don't fucking do that. And then he was, like, mad because now he's, quote, unquote, has blue balls or something, you know? like Yeah. And then it escalates from there. Or maybe she was like, ew, gross. You're so gross. And he was like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, hmm. Not, I wonder if they knew each other from, like, the night. Like, had they met at the bar oh. or something, and then she was out walking and he saw her. I don't know. I'm just throwing yeah. ideas out. Yeah. I mean, it's... And so she felt like it was okay to get in the car, and then he tried to take it too far, and she was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, and she's like, actually, I was literally just walking home. Like, don't fucking touch me. Now, do you think he chucked her Doc Martens in that little area? I want to know how they were found, like, neatly placed. I know, right? And she's like, I just want to dip my toes in the water. Also, I didn't look at how far away her body was found from... Like, that harbor. That harbor, yeah. yeah. Like, was she dumped at the harbor? Was she dumped somewhere else? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. That's fucking shitty, though. Oh, it's awful. I feel terrible for her parents. It's awful. Yeah, so, anyway, that's my story. If you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to isgdpodcast.com or check out all of our social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Our handle is at isgdpodcast. If you want to email us, you could do so at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review on all of your listening things. Let's go tell everybody about us. Do it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? As I burp in between my heartburn burps. Sorry about that. (laughs) You know what it was? I had pizza. I had fucking like three-day-old pizza. Do you have like one tomato? Soft drop. Yeah. Your body is like, not today. I've got like delicate little tummy now. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.